Hello and welcome to episode two of the Talent Podcast. This is an election day special. I'm one of your hosts, Elliot Doro Hovland. I'm Kenny Karatli. Today we're here with two talent staff writers, Mina Marar and Lucas de Blasi. Hey. Hi. Uh, well, today is election day, and more importantly, maybe it's Talent Distribution Day. <laughs> Issue two of the Talent comes out today. Everybody check it out, and I'm sure you'll see it. But yes. Also um, check out Red Hops Online for exclusive content. Yep, follow us, Twitter, Instagram. <laughs> Do we have a Snapchat? Not yet, maybe. I don't know. What do the viewers want? If we want a Snapchat, we can make a Snapchat. We'll give us that feedback and sure. we'll get on it. Awesome. Um, so actually, both of you wrote articles for this issue of The Talent. I believe it was Contrasting Columns. Do you want mm -hmm. to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, so um, I'm 18 this year, so this will be my first election. So I wanted to write a story about... Um, kind of inspiring people to go out and vote because I know a lot of people originally that I had talked to were kind of iffy on voting. Um, but now we found out that 100% of all the seniors that are eligible to vote can vote this year, which is great. So I wanted to write a story about the importance of um, voting and the importance of voting at a young age. And then I kind of, it was an opinion, so I like put my opinion in of not to vote for a third party candidate. And in this election specifically, because I believe that that will undermine, like, it will actually make the opposing party that you are trying to not get into office, like, win the entire election itself. Yeah, and, and that idea kind of fit really, uh, fit really well into Kenny and I in the first issue had had uh, contrasting columns where we both wrote an opinion piece kind of opposing each other. So, uh, and, and that's the idea behind contrasting columns. Yeah. You have a topic and then two stories are written in contrast to one another. The first issue is written on self-driving cars, whether or not they're currently safe. And so this issue, uh, we contrasting columns were written about uh, whether or not you should vote third party. Yeah, so the question was who should you vote for? And Mina, as she said, wanted to write about voting major parties, so I decided to take the, uh, the other side of the issue. And I'm not sure about Lucas, but I also like included a portion of my story about why it's important to use your vote in the first place. Because sometimes um, you could vote third party as making a statement, or you could choose to not vote vote at all for making a statement. Um, so another point of my story was like you need to vote. Okay, so say I'm a voter here. I'm actually eligible to vote. I'll be voting today. But just say that I am a fan of Gary Johnson, third party candidate, and. I feel like I want to vote for him. Mina, what would you say to me? Well, based third, on your story. a third-party candidate is very, very, very unlikely to win the entire election. So voting for Gary Johnson would... If um, like if 12% of Minnesota voted for Gary Johnson, that would be significant in the sense that Minnesota's government and would see that many of, it, of their people... like identify with some of the policies Gary Johnson has, but that's as far as it would go. Like, in ho like if you voted for Gary Johnson, then the best scenario you'd hope for is that one of the major parties that won the election would pick up some of the policies Gary Johnson has. Um, but, like, specifically something that I'm worried about this election is, like, with Bernie Sanders, a lot of people, there are a lot of young voters that really were hardcore Bernie supporters, um, and now they're really afraid to and hesitant to switch over to Hillary, which who Bernie has endorsed. Um, and so they're insistent on like writing Bernie Sanders in when they're going to vote. And Bernie Sanders himself is literally like asking people, please don't write me in. Because um, if you write Bernie in, then you're taking away Democratic votes for or votes for Hillary in general, which will 
which would split the Democratic Party, which would allow like the the Republican Party to get like 100% of all their supporters would vote for Donald Trump. So it would be like 100 on the Republican side and then 50 on Bernie and like 50 on Hillary, like hypothetically. So then Donald Trump would win, which is not the... Yeah, <laughs> well, so I would... I was just going to say, so you're saying that voting third party, while you may think you're expressing, or you may be expressing your views in that way, you're actually just doing a favor for the opposite party? Yeah, yes. Right. Well, I would argue that Hillary Clinton has already changed her stances based on the massive support that Bernie Sanders already got. Yeah. And this is, and just voting third party, writing in Bernie, is um, making a change. It might not be as good as Gary Johnson because he um, is still running, but it, it makes Hillary Clinton and has already made Hillary Clinton consider more um, Yeah, and that's, that's true, but I think it's significant also to think about like Bernie Sanders like, is explicitly asking people, like, please mm-hmm. stop writing me in, because he knows it's not beneficial um, to Hillary Clinton and would ultimately undermine her and would make Donald Trump more likely to win. I think, I think something important to consider, too, would be that, like, well, it's important to make statements maybe that uh, perhaps the election isn't the right time to do it. Can mm-hmm. you? Can either of you like speak to that? Or I know I know some people would still argue that like the time is now and like we need to embrace that opportunity while we have it. So um, if there isn't, if there was an election to vote third party, it's this election. Like when else would you do it than when it's Hillary Clinton, who lots of people hate and have hated for years, versus Donald Trump, who many people just have visceral hatred for. Uh, voting third party, this is the year to do it. Would you not agree that the best case scenario would be like like 25% of people would vote for a third party candidate? Yeah. And that's fantastic because the I'm not sure exactly what the threshold is. I think it's 15% where next year uh, or next election year uh, third party candidates will be allowed into the debates. Mm-hmm. And that is a major stepping stone to getting a third party candidate vote, uh, elected. So what would you two say to the argument that, well, in the state of Minnesota, we have historically voted Democrat in these elections, and your vote, whether or not you vote, or whether you vote for Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump today, is highly unlikely to make a significant impact. Well, um, so your vote won't matter less if you vote third party. Well, I'd say especially in this election, it's super important to vote in Minnesota because it's a swing state this year. Yeah. Donald Trump... Mm-hmm. Donald Trump think Donald Trump has like specifically claimed that he's like he's claimed, claimed a lot of things. Yeah, but like he was here. He was here. He was just, here uh, just the other day. Five thirty eight has it, uh, it demarcated as a swing state as well. Like usually, like you said, Minnesota has voted Democratic, um, but this year Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton have had to have like many rallies because. Um, well, the greater, like, the Twin Cities area is more Democratic, but the, the parts around, like, I think Duluth happens to be more undecided. So, like, this year, there's really been an emphasis on trying to appeal to the people of Minnesota. So this year, it's, like, really up in the air, and it, it really depends on people to come out and vote. And, like, I would say that every vote actually does matter. Um, in my story, I provided, like, two examples of an election that came down to recounting votes. Um, it was... Bush versus Al Gore came down to in two thousand. F- in two thousand, came down to Florida, and they like recounted every single vote. And then, like similarly for like a Senate Senate seat, I believe it was right. Al Franken versus Norm Coleman. Yes, and they recounted every single vote. Um, yeah, and in Florida specifically in two thousand, 
going into the election, did they expect it to be that close? I don't think. Right, so. I don't think so. Maybe we don't have that type of expectation for Minnesota today, but you're saying that it might be possible? Yeah, definitely. Especially if people don't take it seriously and say, like, it doesn't matter anyway. And, the, and then when it comes to counting them, like, there could be a, many people that thought that way, which could cause a split. Um, and what I would say to that would be that that's probably the strongest argument against voting third party is in a very close election. Um, but if you agree with a third party candidate, I think you should vote for them. And it, in polls this year that have had, if you had to vote major party, which one would you vote for? And then they include third party candidates. They take equal votes away from Donald Trump and mm -hmm. Hillary Clinton. And so I think that if you're, even if, if that doesn't convince you, if you're really concerned that voting for Gary Johnson is going to give a vote to Donald Trump, for example, find someone who would vote for Donald Trump and, and make a pact with them so a Democrat and Republican can both vote third party together. I don't know if you can really rely on a pact that you make with someone. You can really trust that they'll follow through. Yeah, like golden balls. <laughs> That's maybe not the most, the, the, the safest way to go. Well, one thing maybe both of you can agree on today is that everyone who can vote should vote. Definitely. Yep. Yeah. So go out and vote and check out the town. Thank you for listening. Uh, I'm Kenny Karatli. I'm Elliot Doro Hoblin. And this has been Talent Podcast, Episode 2. <laughs>